Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Welcome to Nugent Ventures Sunday Edition. And uh, today we read the Tribune, Chicago Tribune, so you don't have to. And you didn't miss much today, but I will give you a shout-out for the things I found interesting. Uh, one is, oddly enough, in the automotive section. Uh, first of all, there was an article about carjacking, and if you know any carjackers, I would actually like to get my car hijacked or carjacked. And You know, it's like the old saying about a cop, you can never find one when you need one. Um... I have left the car running, you know. Uh, nobody wants to jack it. And I guess the reason is the same reason I'd like to get a car jacked. It's on a lease, and it needs some body work, you know, because in Chicago, I mean, I'm kind of getting like Mr. Magoo, so I bump into the occasional thing. But a lot of people bump into me, too. I think most of the damage is from people bumping into me, so... Uh, needs probably, I don't know, $7,000 in body work, and the car's, you know, only worth about twenty four at the end of the lease. So I'd just as soon have somebody carjack it, and then I would get the full insurance money. So if you know any carjackers who want an easy, easy jack, it's a Lexus, nice car. But um, in any event, <clears throat> the, there's a spate of carjackings, uh, going on in the city. Uh, and I'll get to a crime report later. But here's the thing. I usually uh, like to park in no parking zones or 15-minute zones because you don't have to pay. But if you leave your blinkers on with my car at least and you uh, are gone a little too long, the battery dies. Now, I just call AAA and they come out and do it for free, but it does take, you know, about an hour and a half, so that's no fun. So now in the uh, uh, Motor Mouth column by Bob Weber, he used to be a different guy who did this. He's probably He probably works for the L.A. Times or something, because Trib bought a lot of papers, including the L.A. Times, for $8 billion. That was not a good acquisition. In fact, that's what brought the Trib down. Um, so there's a solar battery charger available, which apparently is like a retrofit. I don't know how in God's name that would work, but, um, I'm going to look into that because then I could actually turn the car off and leave the blinkers on, I presume, if it's a sunny day. So, um couple of political articles, more or less. Uh, this is in Nation and World. The Dems, Dems zero in on federal election standards bill is the headline. And uh, basically this would get down to uh, independent commissions for drawing congressional districts, uh, requiring political groups to disclose high-dollar donors, which I don't think is a big deal anymore, create reporting requirements for online political ads, which I don't think that's such a big deal anymore, and obligate presidents to disclose their tax returns, which I don't think is such a big deal. I think there's probably more to this because... Uh, this mail-in ballot worked out much better than I expected for the Democrats. Um, and so they are going to want to keep that 
as an institution. Now, the question is, if you get Biden running against Romney, let's say, is that going to arouse, you know, you still have to request it, you have to fill it out, you have to send it back, it's got to get there reasonably on time. Uh, So, if you get a a ho-hum presidential election and a candidate that doesn't really excite either side, I don't know how much of a big difference that's going to make, but... I'm almost to the point where I think the Republicans should you know, support abolishing the Electoral College and just let the Democrats have the presidency. Because let's face it, Republicans aren't all that good at running the federal government. It's kind of like an atheist in the Vatican. And, you know, it's a lot more fun to criticize the president than it is to actually have to support the president, especially when it's a president like the last president. So it takes all the heat off of the Republicans if there's a Democrat in the White House. And let's face it, the press is all Democrats, the the government employees are all Democrats, so they're not going to let you get anything done that you want to do or get anything undone anyway. So I say let them have the White House for the rest of my life. Um, now, here's a little note, and this is political, but... It's also related to my brief and not entirely happy, but not bad career as a census federal employee. One of the things Trump was trying to do was uh, exclude uh, undocumented, illegal, whatever you want to call them, uh, folks, residents from the census rolls because that's used for redistricting. So... If you buy the notion that there's 13 million or 11 million, I think, um, non-citizen residents who are not here legitimately, and that gets you into green card and all that, uh, and it might give you some marginal advantage in congressional redistricting to uh, exclude them, but... The GOP tried and failed to get a question about citizenship on the census because if you ask that, I mean, these folks certainly would not fill it out. And then you get in all the green card issues, everything else. So I was wondering how they could have ever imagined that they'd be able to do that. Well, it turns out that what they were going to try to do is match up public records with the census data, but that wouldn't have worked either because a lot of those people wouldn't have matched. You, they didn't even have to give their real name. They could make up a name if they didn't want to give their real name. So you begin to see why it's structured that way because the interest of the Democrats is to count as many people as possible and the interest of the Republicans is probably the opposite, frankly. Because the more people there are, the more budget they're going to want. So that's what that was all about. And so they, the other thing about, you know, why are all these questions on there? It turns out the origin was this, because when we were doing census interviews, all you really need to know is how many people are there, right? Or nobody's there, right? If it's zero. So The citizen voting age by race and ethnicity data were created almost two decades ago, which would put it in the Clinton administration, probably. Oh, no, wait, it might be in the Bush administration. 
to help assess whether minority communities were getting equal opportunities to elect candidates of their choice. So it's all about the election process, according to this article by Mike Schneider in the Associated Press. So that's interesting. But what it did was actually make it tougher to complete the census. So the more questions you ask on any survey, the less likely it is people will complete it. And I think we ran into that in the enumeration, especially the non-response follow-up. If you're filling it out on paper, that's one thing. But if you're standing at the door with a mask on trying not to get COVID, that's another thing. So, Or particularly if you're on the phone. I did some phone interviewing and it was, you know, people have very little patience for having a little conversation with you. So, well... Uh, one other thing, and that's it from the trip. I mean, mostly this is for wrapping fish, as we used to say in the old days. Um, there's a woman named Julia Cameron wrote a book called The Listening Path, and she also wrote another book previously uh, called The Artist's Way. And she suggests that you write morning pages, three pages of longhand writing a day to figure out what, what, what's going on in your head that day, prioritize and everything else. I'm not necessarily, I know I wouldn't do that. I do this instead. Uh, but one of the Q&As with one of the questions and answers what are three things we can do right now to be better listeners? Because she emphasizes the name of the book's The Listening Path. So she she wants you to listen to nature. And, you know, in Chicago, we're not going to do that. She lives in New Mexico. Nature may be worth listening to out there, but, you know, what are you going to listen to here? So, but the third thing I thought was interesting involves listening to others without interruption, allowing our intimates to fully finish their thoughts, which often surprise us, which I think is true, you know, especially if you're in a relationship, it's like, I know what you're going to say, and here's my answer to it, and I'm like, that's not what I was going to say, I was going to say something even worse, but um, the that happens to me in business, too, I mean, if you're working with people who have ADD, particularly, you know, it's like, let me finish my thought. And if you don't let people finish their thoughts, then the communication starts to cease because it's it's not, you end up just listening to the other person rather than um, rather than uh, trying to make your point. And then it's a one-sided thing and it just becomes a, dominant uh, domination of the conversation, but it's no longer a conversation. So, anyway, I think that's a good tip, and uh, particularly for salespeople, too. You know, you got to listen. And that tells you where to go. Now, a couple of things I wanted to... Uh, mentioned from my push notifications. Push notifications are very powerful, something I want to explore in marketing. But 
I haven't figured out how to do. So, a couple of interesting ones today. It says hundreds of, this is a Trib article, but it didn't make the paper. Hundreds of thousands of people in the Chicago area will be eligible for the vaccine starting Monday, but they may face long wait time. So, I'm going to look into that. I haven't read that, but it's out there. And then there's an article, How a Dog Helped Democrats Win Senate Control. Alvin the Beagle played sidekick to the Reverend Raphael Warnock. So dogs are gaining political currency. Uh, Biden has a couple of hounds, and the Reverend Warnock, who I think is from Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is where Dr. King started out. So, you know. That has all sorts of dramatic PBS documentary potential. And uh, so Louie, you know, if I decide to run for office, maybe Louie uh, can play a role. I don't think I will run for office, although it's not the worst idea in the world. I could raise a political action committee for one thing, but, you know, I think I could do as lousy a job as anybody else. So... The diamond business is booming. I think diamonds are an interesting uh, hedge, except for the fact that you're paying a huge markup. So you'd have to invest in diamonds at the wholesale level, not the retail level. The markup on those things are crazy. What else do we have here? There was something I want. Oh, here we go. On bail for three separate felony cases. This is on the law and order front. Here's a dude who's out for three separate felonies. They call him the fanged man. And he got in a head-on DUI. He was blowing, like, I think six times the legal limit. So the man has a drinking problem. Uh, And... It's affordable bail, and so there's a 12-year-old girl who's dead because this guy's literally got fangs. He looks like freaking Dracula, Um, and his name is Daniel Regalado, and he was running away because he was afraid of getting shot. And I don't know if the police were chasing him. He was on South Cicero, across the median. This was at 9.30 at night. So, this is the consequence of, he doesn't think he needs an attorney either. And now, finally, he's being held without bail. You know, the guy had gun gun wraps, uh, had a, let's see, one of them, I mean, this isn't like this guy got caught, you know, littering. There was a SWAT standoff he was involved with, so, I mean... Come on, this guy should not be on the streets. So, and this is not a BLM issue. He is a person of color, 
but he seem, appears to be Hispanic, at least to me. But I don't care what color the dude is, you know, he ought to be wearing orange. I think reasonable people could hopefully agree on that. So uh, I'm going to put that out on Facebook. And the price of affordable bail. Price of affordable bail, a wife of a 12-year-old. Yeah, I don't see... I don't know who would want this guy out in the street. I mean, he would have to be crazy. But I'm putting it out on Facebook, and I will just wait for the abuse... And maybe cancellations. I, I did a count the other day, though. I have 500 and some Facebook friends. And I think maybe a handful of people have canceled me. So, not bad, you know. If it was an election, it would be a landslide, right? So, uh, I don't go looking for Facebook friends anymore, though. So now, let's fill out the program. We're coming into the home stretch. Usually much longer... Uh, episode on Sunday, but the Trib, now after the election, I think there's much less interesting stuff. All the all has been decided. You know what I mean? So, uh, not really that much to write about. Yeah, I have not put anything out since our last podcast on the exciting Nugent Ventures uh, LinkedIn corporate page. So, good time for you to catch up. So anyway, that's about it for this Sunday. Playoffs. NFL playoffs this afternoon, like 3-ish, I think. Maybe a little earlier. But they're out both. There's an afternoon game and an evening game. So if you're a football fan, you got that going for you today. And with that, I bid you adieu. Stay safe, live long, prosper, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.